0: White. And you're still in her lane down. Yeah. Down. you see her laying down. Yeah. See her laying down. Watch yeah, a little slow to get up, huh? Yeah, I know you want it, huh? This, this
1: is. The I thing. met Savannah. You did. I think, Right? Yeah, I played, played
0: some balls. You ball. did. Yep, Savannah, maybe. maybe. Uh. Yeah. Come here. Come here. Can you sit for me? Can you sit? Cause we're acting right now. How about? Can you talk to me? Can you speak? Speak. Big loud. Big loud. Where are you going? Oh, no, I don't want you to go lay down. I want you to come here. Speak. Oh, girl. Oh, she's still got. And then it's the little shitheads.
1: <laughs> What's up, everybody? This is Bella Mars. I am back with another episode of Big Time Fresh. I'm back with my guy, JP
0: hey thank you, you wonderful people and saddle up for another very fun filled episode
1: <laughs> grab them drinks and saddle on up because oh
0: yeah cheers cheers um i did see on my facebook memories that that years ago
1: mm-hmm.
0: at this time philadelphia eagles had won the super bowl oh and they burned down their own damn city oh, with rioting. So hopefully crazy. that does not happen again this time.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, luckily, um, because yeah, they're in your city. I, I, On your terms.
0: oh no 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 they were in a different city they 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 got excited in their own home oh, place oh. And, and burned their stuff down. Uh, and uh, you know I'm not a fan of Kansas City, so <laughs> we'll, we'll see what happens. But um, uh, yeah, no football this week. Uh, you know that'd be a just, good game. Uh, it's
1: been a it's been a while since Brady hasn't been all up in there.
0: Well, yeah, no, no Brady, no Roethlisberger, no Rogers, no Mannings. Like, it is a it is a new era for football, and so it, it is exciting. Yeah, to see these um you know quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes, even Joe Burrow that's out, um, <clears throat> uh. it's it's exciting to see that and also other quarterbacks to solidify their place in the NFL yeah uh you know uh like Mr. Hunt and what have you so we'll
1: I like uh... I like that the over there's a a really solid like 10-year give or take overlap between like the super um legends and the new kids on the block kind of thing where there's still like a, a – they have a role model that they need to live up live up to, whatever, however you define role model. But there's a standard of being a quarterback in the NFL to – I don't know. I just see the ones that you named like Tom Brady, Roethlisberger, um, Aaron Rodgers. Like, in my mind, as a more of a – less of a football fan, like they have a very – these guys are NFL football players. They're not messing around on the weekends and going all crazy. I mean, no social media back then, but like they take their job very serious.
0: Yeah. uh, Agreed. And, you know, Jalen hurts being, uh, and I said, hunt, I don't know what I was thinking, but uh, you know, uh, Jalen hurts uh, being the the kind of um, anomaly in that uh, look, uh, Ben Roethlisberger had his, Indiscretions that were settled or whatever, but I totally agree that, you know, these are, they're as they appear to be to us, as what we can see, uh, and the access we have to social media and this and that, they appear to be great, like great or good, pe- great football players, good people. Um, I'm glad you brought up Aaron Rodgers because there is speculation that there is a possibility that he may be moving to las vegas to be the next las vegas raiders quarterback uh i will say my cousin shell is against that it's all speculation and you know propaganda and hearsay and this and that but i'm going to tell you right now if the raiders were to say we signed aaron Rodgers to a contract yeah i mean i don't care if it's a year or five i know aaron Rodgers is 39 hey and tom brady's 45 yeah which means In my diluted Las Vegas Raiders mind, we could have Aaron Rodgers for the next six years. So we'll see what happens.
1: (laughs) Every time Brady was in the Super Bowl, which is like forever now, it's like I'm not really interested because it's going to end the same way as it always does with those, you know. So I'm just like, well, I'm waiting for something new and people who are uh, hungry for it, you know.
0: We will have something new. Uh fun fact about Brady, he's uh he's from San Mateo. Really? Um, yep, huh. he's from San Mateo and Aaron Rodgers also played at Cal. Uh just a little I'll just give that little snippet. But uh Brady was uh never expected to be a prolific quarterback. Uh people constantly doubted him. And frankly, he accomplished more things in his uh late 30s and 40s than he did when he was drafted in his twenties wow. and thirties. So it goes to show like uh forties or yeah, the maybe there may, yeah maybe, maybe there's a little bit of grit with that. Like uh you know one of my oh, favorite quotes true. personally yeah. is uh tell me I can't do something. <laughs> yeah. And then watch me. Yeah. While I do it. Uh so yes uh, that is my mom, you. my mom my mama taught me that. <laughs>
1: My, I don't know if my... No, actually, my dad did not teach me that. He actually um, highly encouraged slash tried to enforce quite the opposite. Where I tell you to do something, you do it because I'm your father and you're my daughter who's raising hell. And so I'm like, okay, you you want me to stay here in the house? No, I'm going out to the park. So it was very much like... A, Whatever you say, I'm going to do the opposite, no matter what that <laughs> looks like, because I can't uh, tell you tell me what to do. So that would be an, a piece of advice that I would say, but <laughs> if you are, if you have a daughter, don't put too many restrictions because it could backfire.
0: It- is there a, is there any advice that your dad gave you then that, that might be considered outdated today that, that may be being one of them?
1: That was one of them. Um, I mean, I kind of got an interesting perspective because I have two younger sisters, the youngest being 20 years younger than me. So she just started, she just graduated high school. So I got to kind of see the evolution of how my uh, bad behavior affected how my dad parented the rest of the kids going forward. And uh, one came with age, like, of course, you know, you get easier and easier as it goes down the road. But when it came down to dating, completely different story. Like I wasn't allowed to go anywhere. I had to be back by like seven or eight o'clock. And it was just super highly discouraged or outlawed completely, which when my sisters, they had, you know, they didn't have those restrictions. It was more of like a common sense thing. Like if something looked out of control was starting to get out of line, then something would be mentioned. So in a sense that they they were instilled they were approached first with trust and then, you know, uh like course correct along the way versus me. You're
0: you're approached with doubt. Yes. And uh, and, uh sometimes being approached with doubt uh will, will also cause somebody to be combative. Yeah.
1: It's like, "All right, well, you you, uh, you don't believe me anyway, so You don't
0: trust me out the gate? <laughs> yeah, like, but why do okay. I
1: care?" But I was first hey, born. Go, like, why was it uh, like this? Why was it like this? Therapist is like, "Well, first of all, you're the first child, you're the firstborn, So, there's a lot of things that you would have experience that nobody else would even if it were tried to be replicated because nobody knows what you're doing with your first one
0: um. uh you know that's interesting because consequently um i uh i was really good in hindsight i was really good at not getting caught ah, and okay. i'm also the firstborn, and uh so there was um some resentment from me in the, in a different category that um you know, I was seen as the golden child, right? I did everything right, you know, this and that. Yeah. And um, so like something as simple as <clears throat> cleaning, cleaning up the house and making sure the house was organized. And, and then, you know, watching my youngest sibling, like being able to wreck shop and he didn't yeah. have to pick up after himself. And I'm like, well, you know, as a child, like, well, he, he's not you know you're telling me to clean up the house you're not you're not parenting him yeah and uh so uh and also maybe it maybe it was a, a boy boy girl thing um we don't we don't like to label that now in this day and age um but hey you know 25 years ago uh it was a different time yeah uh you know so like as far as being home at a certain time what Did you get dating advice?
1: Advice? Actually, I got no sex talk, no dating advice. It was just a band uh, in every sense of the word. So I had one boyfriend who went to Northgate while I was at Clayton. And then uh, he was 17 and I was 15. And that was the end of that forever. So, uh, you know, resulting in going to college and going crazy, like I'm trying, (laughs) trying to balance it out. So there's not that disparity of of what happened with me, where it's like, I know nothing to psychotic, uh, dangerous first year on my own without living with my parents. So my advice was don't have a boyfriend um when i had one i wasn't allowed to shut the doors which I, i'm still gonna enforce that rule um I,
0: I, I that's a good rule
1: yeah right it's a good rule um yep i mean that from when i was that age that was my dating advice slash sex advice
0: didn't get uh, it uh my uh you know my my dating advice was uh the same as 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 people advice was be respectful uh be a gentleman uh as one would call it and um also uh consequently um being a gentleman being polite being respectful um made me kind of be bad in a way uh because uh maybe I overcompensated for it a little bit too much to be a general, yeah. and, and this and that. And, and, and also I was a teenager with raging hormones and, <laughs> and, 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 and not a full understanding of uh, what the heck was going on. Um, so, um, you know, there there was a time in my younger years where I was dating multiple women before it was, or girls before it was, common practice to share that information and um yeah somebody might say like I I can you know I know that those other girls don't matter I can tell by the way that you kiss me and it is embarrassing to say at a 40 year old at 40 years old that um my response was I I kiss them all that way it's terrible (laughs) it's terrible it's terrible I and and from that experience I I would um I would give my son different advice.
1: But see, you wouldn't have known if he didn't, he didn't act that way.
0: Uh, yeah, maybe. <laughs> uh, I I would like to think so, and I hope so. <laughs> um, you know, my my dating advice was um, protect yourself. Uh, you know, sex talk. Um, no, not so much. I didn't really get that either. Um, I think that. Uh, I think I, I needed good-
1: it. I should have. Like, I would
0: have, uh, uh, yeah, a lot of problems, I did too.
1: But man, it was such a different, you
0: know, I, I, we were
1: parents are so just
0: well, look, if they're not going to get the information from us, then they may get they're not going to get the information from Google, so they may get opinionated information from, um, well reels, TikTok, yeah. whatever. And, and so that's not always factual information. That's oh, an opinion. Yeah. Yeah. And when did opinion become fact? Um, I don't know, 2019. Yeah. I'm not really yeah. sure, but, 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 uh, 2020, uh, opinions, not fact. So, yeah. um, you know, dating advice today for, for my son, um, uh, you know, with without the consequence of of of, of sounding, I, I I don't know. Sorry to be be very frank. Without the consequence of sounding very insecure and unsure about yourself, um, you need to walk a tightrope or a fine line in ensuring that um your partner um wants the same thing yeah. as you. Um, look, I I think it still stands true today. No means no. Stop. Yeah. Um, even if somebody says it and you're able to proceed, uh, it doesn't mean that it's right.
1: Right. Yeah. So that's, stop. That's-
0: um and um look, open doors. Yeah. Offer that's- offer to offer to pay the tab, offer to pay the bill. Um if somebody says, I don't need you to open a door for me, I'm independent, allow them to be independent. That's not a knock at them. It's not a, a shot at yeah. you. Um, allow people to be themselves, but, but always offer, uh, you know, very early on, uh, my, my father told me to, you know, use the term sir and ma'am until somebody corrects you.
1: Yeah,
0: And a lot of people get you're like unsure what do I do in that situation I, I said yes sir and they said hey don't call me sir <laughs> what do you do and it's like well ask them what their name is and you know they say, don't call me sir excuse me what's your name and they say my name is Jeff oh okay Jeff yeah got it covered so um you know I, I that's the advice that I give I would give now yeah. um as far as dating oh
1: one Or I, I think do you need something oh, okay
0: She's not going to hurt her friend. In that <clears throat> way. Anyway. Uh, boomers, I think, used to use the somebody is always watching you. Like we see everything. Um, and that was them telling you to listen to your conscience, listen to your, your Jiminy Cricket. Um, watch Pinocchio if you don't understand that reference. But it was to listen to your inner voice about what was right and what was wrong. A difference today? when they say when when we say hey somebody's always watching you <laughs> it's a fact they got their phone yeah. on like you are and and it is open to interpretation and frankly when the phone starts recording um is when it started recording so it, it, anything that happened prior to that recording is inconsequential it doesn't matter yeah so um I, I think at the core, a lot of the advice that I got from my folks growing up still stands true today.
1: Yeah.
0: Um. Uh. But but there are parts of that that the advice that I got was, well, in simplest of terms, to be submissive, not stand up for yourself, and um. Yeah, that's a very boomer.
1: I, I feel like that's such a because in I think being our age at the elder side of the millennial generation, um, I think we saw the shift in, uh, I was told it was drilled in my head, for, be there, we, I'm, we've probably talked a little bit about this before, but I was like, be there before your boss gets there. Leave after your boss leaves. Work is work is work. And that's how you're going to show your worth, is how, how your career is. So
0: be early, stay late. Yeah, you know,
1: grind it out. And it, your job is is defines your success, basically.
0: So 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 what uh, what I felt was missing from that 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 statement. It's a broad statement. It wasn't instilled in me, um, but 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 that was my 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 parents' narrative. Be early. Be 15 minutes early. Stay later than everybody else. Work as hard as you can while you're there. That's it. What 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 could be built on today is, um, hey, be on time.
1: That's good. Yeah.
0: Uh, also, uh, your family is important. So leave when you're supposed to leave, so you can keep that expectation for your family and your partners. Um, don't just work as hard as you can, work as smart as you can.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, my wife can get done. In five hours or four hours, sometimes two hours, what some people take eight hours to do. Okay. That's, yeah. Uh that's that's great. It's a wonderful attribute. Um yes, I do I do believe in in being early. I think some of the things that our parents were trying to instill in us about being early is something they didn't understand. Yeah. Or understand within themselves. When they say be early, they don't mean in my opinion don't don't necessarily be early but um if you left your home at the same time every single day to get to work what if there's traffic right yeah so i think more it was like don't ever be late
1: like and how do you
0: account how what can you control how do i control that i'm never late well then i have to leave 20 minutes early earlier than i would every single day here's the thing times are different if i Rolling to work with my president and I'm, you know, it's seven 15. Yeah. I should have been there at seven. Uh, and I explained like, there was a terrible accident. Yeah. Uh, my, my child had a really messy diaper and I had to completely change their clothes before I dropped them off to the sitter. Exactly. Um, You know, Hey, I was really stressed out from yesterday and I overslept. Like uh, if you're really efficient while you're there, no, that exactly. stuff matters. Like it, it it really doesn't.
1: And it shouldn't. If you're a good company, like it it doesn't matter because you value the people and the work they produce. Not a, it's not a military, it, it's not oh my god, they show up at seven oh five every day and they you know And it's not about the, the quality of work and people hate working there because they focus on the wrong things about it's like is it because to your like you said shit happens life happens there's no way so you're, yeah but it could be consistent. here's the bad advice
0: I got yeah there there is no way there's too many anomalies, right like here's the bad advice that I necessarily got or i I may have got like you know do your job, no matter what you got a good job, hold with it now I've heard scenarios where um I'm not picking on a particular entity, but um scenarios where somebody's like their boss hits them up and it's like, Hey, I need you to come in today. And it's like, no, I scheduled this time off, you know, three months ago, two weeks ago, whatever you approved me to not be there. Yeah. Um, well, the four other people that were supposed to be here, uh, they all are are not showing up. And so the business is going to fail. And and it's not like it's oxygen. It's not like it's, yeah. um, it, you know, we, we yeah hey, you, you know what you like, we can go in depth on, it's a restaurant, shut the restaurant doors for a day. All right. But yeah. what ends up happening is they, they put the pressure on their, you know, type a employee yeah. and they um, make them feel guilty in a sense, because no, I, I'm depending on you, this and that. And what my parents taught me was go into work, go Four other people. Didn't show up. You got to go yeah, because of what that manager said. Today, my advice would be to my son: if that situation happened, you need to find another. (laughs)
1: Yeah, that's what I was thinking. It's true because they're not valuing people, and it's clear as day with that scenario.
0: Most companies will lean on or put pressure on uh, the people that they can depend on. Mm -hmm. If you're in a situation at a restaurant, for for example, and you're a server, and you traded shifts with somebody. Uh, Which happens very often, and that other person didn't show up. Like, uh, hey Bella, I need you to show up. You know, uh, JP. uh, You know, no show. Well, I traded shifts with JP, so uh, you know, I need you to come in. And it's uh, hey, um, you know what? You're talking to the wrong person, or you need, you know, that to to make make you feel guilt about my shortcomings is an act of desperation it's that they don't have an answer yeah. and it's because people above them have created a bad dynamic yeah. uh you know the show must go on or the store must open or this and that and ultimately if, if that happened and you came into work like unless you're mother Teresa yeah. or gandhi uh you're going to come in with some level of resentment
1: yeah yeah
0: and if you resent something um Eventually you're, you're, you're going to,
1: it's going to affect ev- yeah, everything
0: in a relationship. You can have resentment. Well, yeah. your, your relationship with your work is it, it, it is that yeah. it is a relationship. And the only question you have to ask yourself, is this the only way that I can earn income to support myself? It's not, yeah. it's not. So, um, if TJI Fridays is giving you a hard time not to pick on them and Applebee's is knocking on your door like giving you sunshine and rainbows there's two things to consider one is go to go to applebee's get your sunshine and rainbows yeah there's no guarantee that applebee's sunshine and rainbows are still going to be there <laughs> um and uh you know so i think to the core of it you know my parents taught me like hey have a good work ethic work hard yeah if you're not appreciated then make sure you solidify another place to go where you will be appreciated.
1: And don't when wait too expires, long. When that expires
0: and don't wait too long. When that expires, um, I left one job where I was there for 10 years mm-hmm. and I recently found my, you know, a card that everybody signed and, um, and uh, a lot of employees of my decade of experience and time there had very positive things to to express to me. I found the general manager's note, and it was hit the road, jack ah, that that was literally the gm
1: What do you think? What had that make you feel? i I, I don't know how it
0: I, uh at that time. Mm-hmm. At that time, as I think back to it, and my time today is, I made the right decision.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Like, you know, yeah. I, I made the right decision. Um, So, uh, you know, with work ethic, I, I think that my folks ingrained something at my core is, hey, yes, when you're young, show up early, maybe stay late, work as hard as you can while you're there. Why? Because... Older people are gonna doubt you. It's inevitable. Yeah,
1: that's inevitable. You're not you're
0: you're you're not proven. But once you prove yourself and you have proof to solidify your experience, um then know your value. Yeah. And if your value is not known, have a plan and move on. For some people, that could mean that they have 20 jobs from 18 to 40. Yeah. For other people, it means they have five um if you're sure in yourself then you made the right call also your your parents are going to ingrain into you um their own experiences as people naturally do when they give advice right which means if your parents had hardship and it was hard to find a job when you lock up a job that pays hold on to that shit even if they treat you like shit
1: right that's and yeah and i think that's that's one that they have, at least my parents too, have a hard time grasping with, not putting up with. Like, well, you're getting solid income and you have a security, so, you know, mental health and physical health and all that kind of health come second. Sorry, if you commute an hour there and back, you got you got solid income. And now it's, uh,
0: like, what's the, it's
1: like the shittiest because that's what I, I did. That's terrible. Yeah. And then it's like, now that I like really realized how much, and we did talk about this for, but like how disposable, expendable anybody is. You are.
0: Anybody. Just Me, you.
1: Blew my mind. So it's like, and then, you know, there's the other end of this where it's like, mm. you don't have to stay in the job, but you also have to be ready to work, put in the work to do what you want to do. If. Otherwise, you're just going to be sitting there complaining that you don't have a job because your boss wasn't nice. It's like you can't have it both ways. Like, if you're going to, if you realize you're in a bad work situation and then you want to leave because of everything we just talked about, you can't sit on the couch and complain that life sucks because I don't have a job if you're not actively doing something about it. And I think that's where uh, my dad kind of found that grace. My I found my grace period with my dad because he saw me like constantly looking and you know trying different opportunities here and there, because uh otherwise he'd be like just take the first job that you get. But once he saw what I was trying to do, it became a lot less about finding the first job versus finding a job that I can actually like not cry every day at. You know,
0: I've heard about this thing called quiet quitting. Yeah, where where, where. You just you just go through the motions and this and that, and I think that on, on the surface that's okay. I'm not happy where I'm at. I'm going to go seek an alternative. Um, what I think some people took quite quitting to is, uh, I I'm 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 going to, um, do not only the bare minimum, but less than the bare minimum. Well, is that who you really are? Are you you a bare minimum person? Like, no, you're going in a negative direction out of spite.
1: Right, right. So
0: take that energy, turn it into something else that you want to do. Negativity begets negativity. Right. And so positivity begets positivity. So even if you left a job that you were spiteful of and you still were the best you, your next employer, you know, will see that. Because as much as you put, you know, Call Bella as a reference. Um, they're gonna call Bob, the Re- GM that <laughs> yeah. you didn't like. And uh why? Because information is readily available. And Bob's like, you know what? They did okay, but like for the last six months, they they're they might be going through some stuff because they're just subpar and yeah, you know, not a good employee, and blah, 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 blah. So uh, you know, in the evolution of my folks. Mm-hmm they, they give advice, which was, uh, work hard and, 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 and have a job and, you know, make, they did say happiness was not part of the equation today. We are, you can be anything, uh, you can, you can try anything that you want. Yeah. Just understand that, you know. Know, know what your core is I gotta breathe I gotta eat I gotta have a roof over my head if you have that and you are 32 and you're still living with your folks make sure that you are heading in the direction yeah. you know yeah. don't be complacent it's like uh step. and that's not for everybody either yeah
1: yeah
0: there there are some people that are very happy um shoveling excrement. And coming home smelling to high heaven, and mm-hmm. they're very content with their life, yeah, um, but it, you know that's why we have dreamers, and that's why we also have people that are very well grounded look if you if you didn't have that opposition, uh dreamers would stay up in the clouds yeah and and the people that are um very grounded would never get off of their feet, yeah, it's all about balance, so. I think that our folks lacked balance
1: yeah, out of I, I, fear
0: because they didn't, you know, they, they, you know, they didn't know what, what it was going to be.
1: You know what, I think, I think now that we're talking about it, I'm sure the fact that women didn't, weren't expected to work, maybe had fueled that kind of uh, thought process where it's like, I have to work. I have to put stuff on the table. I have to make sure my family's good because there's only one of me, and if if I'm the only one that they can depend on, and you know, my their mom can't. I mean, because she didn't work, and that's and that wasn't a big deal back back then, but uh, but now I feel like maybe maybe happiness is is something to consider because it's less. Well, maybe there's more room to be happy because, uh. Running a household or bringing in money isn't all on one person. I don't know, like the the man doesn't have to be the only person making money in the house. So therefore, he is not the one taking on all the stress of keeping the money to bringing in money to provide for everybody around him. I don't know. Well,
0: I I I like your train of thought, and I it's not what one would call gender specific. Um, and, you know, there, you know, my, my, my father-in-law who had passed away, he raised five kids on his own, four girls and a boy, and the mom wasn't present. And my gosh, there were times when he had a job where he may or may not have a had a place to live. And his kids are in the parking lot of that job, um, sleeping in the car.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah.
0: Now, now what he held true was they were in eyesight. He could see. It's not like they were, you know, abandoned, this and that. Um, and like today, I'm very, very fortunate for my wife. And uh, when it comes to income, money, um, that's a separate thing. It's just a hey. Yeah. Do we have enough money to to pay the bills? Uh, when it comes to doing dishes, house chores, all that stuff. Yeah. Um. Hey, I don't like mopping. Oh, ah. I hate vacuuming. Ah. Oh, okay, cool. What? Uh, how do you feel about vacuuming? I'm okay with it. Uh, how do you feel about mopping? I'm okay with it. And <laughs> um, and then and then you'll you'll find that those two people will. Um, have harmony or happiness because they get to do the thing they want. Uh, Or you run into a situation like me where my wife didn't really like vacuuming but she hated mopping so she would vacuum. And then technology invented robots that would vacuum.
1: (laughs) And we are. I'm telling you though.
0: And because finances are not an issue or, or whatever it's like we're buying robotic vacuums. Leaving I, and more we time are getting, for
1: happiness.
0: We, we're leaving more times for happiness. And like um I think that's great in the in a dual parenting dynamic or, or or dual spousal dynamic. Um I think it's harder when you're a single parent to find that happiness. Um, because you have the weight of well, you take the weight from your shoulders and you place that weight on your child, but not in a way that some people may interpret that. That you have the weight of them and you and your parents. You have all the weight. Yeah. I I need to not only prove to my parents and, and be a good you know a good child to them. I need to make my child better. Um, uh, something that I had heard a long time ago, as far as children go. Uh, if you work a lot of hours and you have a good home, or maybe you don't work a lot of hours, um, the thing about that your child remembers, whether you were happy or not, that's it. That's it. Uh, and, and by the way, like we as parents look at like feeding like mac and cheese and it's special occasion when it's like maybe mac and cheese and hot dogs or <laughs> we have spaghetti or yeah. this and that, um, uh, that th- they don't. They don't remember whether that's a
1: good point. I never thought uh, of it. You like you
0: that. bought mac and cheese because it was ninety nine cents for a box. Yeah, they remember that they love mac and cheese and that their parent was happy. Yeah, that's all they remember. That's all they will ever know. And then later in life, they might go, "Man, we had breakfast for dinner a lot." <laughs> oh man, my parents must have had financial struggles.
1: Yeah,
0: I loved breakfast for dinner. <laughs> yeah exactly uh there's a tv show um it's it, it's since concluded but um uh big bang theory where uh one of the arguably based on the show sheldon was one of the smartest people alive and his favorite thing in the world was spaghetti with little hot dogs in it
1: oh it's like that's the cute. most
0: affordable meal yeah. you could possibly make <laughs> but it made him happy it brought him joy yeah and i i think you
1: know, no, I, I think you're totally a... right. It's about, cause they're not going to remember. I mean, sometimes I'll say, you know, well, if she wants to buy something that's outside of what I had budgeted for, um, mm. I'm usually like, well, I get paid in a couple of weeks, which I need to stop doing that. Cause then she's like, now she's asking me when I'm getting paid. So I know she's asking for her, but uh... I'm also like, I shouldn't say that because then she thinks money is an issue. Like, Money's a problem. Yeah. That's one thing that my dad was very good at. He never said how broke he was um, because he, he, we were pretty broke. I guess, apparently, we were about to lose the house that we lived in because um the stepmom I had, the second stepmom, it was so crazy. Like We came home one day from school. Uh, morning was fine, whatever, came home. Everything was gone out of the house so she took everything it was so weird like I don't even know how I don't even think I either I blocked it out or didn't process or whatever um I didn't care for her very much anyway but like once she left uh she took everything and then obviously divorced So she she got some money so my dad was saying like he would make us dinner it would be like hamburger helper but he made it next with a side of rice so that he could like split it up during the week and have it last longer But now I know why, (laughs) you know, he never told me that it was because of that. Um,
0: So I I think uh, at some point, maybe dive into. Yeah. Dive in, dive into, because you said something important. You go, hey, I don't, I don't really remember that. Maybe I blocked it out.
1: Yeah.
0: Or maybe, maybe it was created in a way that, you know, he was a good dad in that. Uh, to give you an example of my own experience, yeah. um, I my folks couldn't afford like name brand stuff and, and look, it's it's not popular now, it's not a thing, but inline skating was a oh, huge man. thing oh, when yeah. I was younger. And uh, I had a paper out. I had I had my own money in, in a sense, but I asked for a very specific pair of skates um when when i was i don't know 13 Mm -hmm. and they were i'm thinking back uh they were you know a few hundred dollars yeah didn't matter and i had asked for christmas for this pair of skates and i must have been younger um and and, and, because 12 13 i knew there wasn't sorry spoiler alert santa claus i knew (laughs) there wasn't a santa yeah and I remember peeking in my parents' closet and seeing this pair of, of, of rollerblades that were, uh, the, the coloring was black, neon pink and purple. Oh no. <laughs> and you say, oh no, but I'm, you know, back in 1994, like, woof. Yeah. It was heavy. And I remember seeing it and being disappointed. And then I remember opening it on Christmas, Christmas morning, looking over at my mother and she had an expression on her face that was looking for like
1: yeah like
0: you know hey is this it are these right and i remember saying to her like this is perfect and i remember they were not made to be aggressive inline skates so i i i pulled the wheels out of the center and i i i used them with with friends that that had the top of the line skates and they they gave me they made fun of me because of them. Uh-huh. Um, and my my physical ability was a little bit better than them. So I could still do the same things that they did.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, and then I can't remember what happened, but I, at some point I told my mom like, Hey, I, you know, these are worn out. I need a new pair. And I went down with my own paper out money. She would take me to the store to go get my new skates. And I went to go get the new skates and I was $60 short. And I knew my parents didn't have the money. But she, she would cover the balance. Yeah. She, she didn't care, um, and and she did. And I had the these skates. Now, I I don't I don't know, I don't know what we ate for dinner that week. I don't know if it was hamburger help or mixed with rice. I don't know what she had to sacrifice that week um the the thing that i i think i value the most from the story is that my mom did something and you know what I, I i made it work yeah uh and uh she didn't feel bad about it and in a graceful way when i went to go get my new set she saw you know that it was important to me yeah made it happen so for that Call it blessed, call it fortunate, whatever, whatever happened. My folks had the ability at that time, or my mom did, to make that happen. Can't say that for every family. I think maybe, maybe one of the reasons that you blocked it out and what, whatever was your dad did something in a way that shielded you from.
1: But yeah.
0: Something that didn't matter at that time.
1: Yeah. That's a so good So when it point. when it
0: goes to your daughter now, um, I think that it's great that she wants to use her own money or allowance to yeah. contribute. Um, but it's for something extra. And I think that you've drawn a, a great line. And hey, this isn't food, rent, clothes, this and that. Yeah. It's something extra. And if you want something extra, we have to work hard. Yeah. To get what we want. Um, <clears throat> and sometimes you may work hard. Mm-hmm. You know. You don't get what you want. Yeah. But it goes back to the work conversation with you. In that. Like. If you had a dual income. Could you give her everything that. Maybe she wanted. You already give her everything she needs. But could you give her everything she wanted. And she never knew. Uh, You know whatever. But that would have meant. That you were in a sorry folks you can't see it quote unquote (laughs) job or position or relationship that you were unhappy with
1: right
0: and um yeah you could do that uh but you made a decision uh smart one uh you know speaking as your friend Mm -hmm. (laughs) that hey that wasn't the best for 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 both of you or all three of you as you want to put it and um uh, you, you know, um, uh, that that in her growth is going to be helpful. Yeah, I
1: think even Ultimately. at that time, that I mean, that was the driving force. Uh, there is what happened to me, but I mean, that has nothing to do with. I mean, it has something to do with the ultimate decision. But what was very carefully thought through was what is she going to take away from this twenty years from now, like. Yeah. Is she going to... Because eventually it's all going to come out. You know, I don't... T- no, neither of us yeah. talked to her about it, but it's obviously going to. And so if, we're, if I'm over here like, hey, don't let people do this to you. Don't let guys do this. And then she's like, well, you've lived 20 years.
0: Right. You have no credibility at no that No
1: credibility. Time. None. Gone. Yeah. None. So...
0: But, but you do have credibility to go like uh and i'm gonna make it relative to me because i don't know what your daughter's buying but it's like hey man i i can afford or or we're gonna get this smaller toy right now uh big toys are you know special occasions birthdays yeah whatever this and that but uh I, i i can i can instill that with him as best i can if it was just me and him yeah, I'm gonna make sacrifices and this and that. I'm not gonna talk trash about his mom. Oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, no. Even 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 if she was trash. Yeah. Um, and twenty years from now, what's he gonna remember? Right. Um. I
1: know. I remember it. That I remember both of my parents never ever talked bad about the other. Now they do. <laughs>
0: of course they do but you're an adult right like uh, my 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 dad my dad's dead he passed away you know over 10 years ago and you know uh i i inherited his 1946 chevrolet pickup it's all he said he could leave me that and a couple guitars and uh i hear my mom now like you know we were gonna buy a townhome and in san ramon your dad bought that damn boat (laughs) And we would have been homeowners if your dad, blah, 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 blah. And, you know, I hear that now, yeah. but I would have never, I, I didn't know that. And, um, so what does that teach me that my mom had resentment for my father? No, it's that, you know, it, when it came to her children mm-hmm. and my mom didn't even want kids.
1: Wow. She
0: didn't, she didn't. Yeah. My, my dad apparently talked her into it, but now today, what did I, what did I take from that? Hey, man, don't make b- bad financial decisions. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and even when you do, make sure you're with married to the right person <laughs> that is going to like whatever you want to yeah. call it. Um, But, yeah, you're right. 20 years from now, uh, y- you can be real. Yeah. Not even 20 years. Well, from I mean, whenever now, she with, asks, with after her.
1: she's, I am wait until she graduates but high school. And whenever she that's asks, that's a good time, you know, hey, because then she we goes, talked
0: about this before. Yeah. You can vote. You can purchase a firearm. Uh, now you can drink alcohol, buy cigarettes. These are all milestones when it's like, <laughs> yeah. hey, look, I didn't sugarcoat it for you, but l- let me give you the real deal He's today. like, are
1: you ready for this? Go ahead and sit on down. Let's crack open this bottle of wine that we're both old enough or. Yeah.
0: And, and boomers do that. Boomers did that with us when we turned 40. or 35 (laughs) when they should have done it when we were 22 yeah and we will do that we we will do that better uh you know advice how i teach is uh you know what i i I think that i could got a good foundation i learned what to do what not to do Um, what's the number
1: one thing and then which would be a a nice kind of wrapping up of the of all of this is what what is one thing that you know some that your parents did not wrong but what they taught you that you definitely will not be passing down uh to to your son
0: um
1: like I guess the most the biggest one in the sense that like it it meant a lot to you but it ended up having the opposite effect that you thought it
0: would have. Um, It's kind of hard for me to speak. It's hard. Um, And if I'm going to grab at something now while we're live, it is um, don't uh, sheltering, keeping your children protected is a good thing really think about that thing that you're sheltering your child from. And if it is going to, you know, if it affected you for 20 years, it's probably going to affect them for 20 years too. Um, so find a way to explain that sooner. Yeah. Like, like, you know, um, but you know, one of the things that I guess I wish my parents would have done differently, um, is to better, better share, um, information and and don't don't keep it from me yeah um there's certain things parents should do like what we've talked about with like you know we're talking about toys there are some families that are talking about food yeah and why they've eaten the same thing three nights in a row um uh that's that's tough it's something i didn't have to experience or maybe i did and i don't remember i remember eating spaghetti three nights in a row Uh, I can think of something that, um, what is something positive that my parents instilled in me, um, that I still use today and I wouldn't change it.
1: Yeah, I have that. What's that one?
0: Treat people better than you want to be treated. Always be kind. Always be patient, especially with strangers. Um... You never know what what somebody else is going through. It doesn't cost you anything. And. You know. You can be kind to someone. And they can be. Unkind to you. And if they breach that. A couple times then walk away. Yeah. But always start out. With a positive. Expectation. Yeah. And, And some people might say that that's. Um, foolish, or they—they um, they might say that it's ignorant. Um, but always be kind.
1: Yeah, and they, there's no reason for it to not be unless you're an asshole. But it's a good one. I—I I, and the one thing that I took away from my childhood that I—that I. Um, that I realize that my my dad never like preached didn't he always practiced what he preached he never well to my knowledge and everything so far is checked out because i've tried but um he is he doesn't lie about anything from you know i don't feel he's ever lied i've tried to believe me i've tried to dig and look for lies so i could use it against him but um he doesn't lie and so it's impossible for me to lie i've tried just you know You're not good random at situations i'm terrible at it so i mean i can't i can't definitely i, I tell my daughter i think we talked about this just tell me the truth and we'll figure it out later but you won't be in trouble
0: so you know what i think that's great advice because people are fallible yeah we, we 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 all we're all fallible. How
1: the fuck are we supposed to know if it's wrong or that we did something wrong if we have never done it before, especially at that age? So it's like I don't know. But that's but, that's that. So I don't know. Um, I think the last thing I'll I'll mention is that uh every childhood is is different. I mine I would say it was rough. I was raised by my my dad and and so it was very different than most girls but would I change anything no because everything I am today is because you know I I, of what I went through my um the one thing I would change um is that my dad didn't let me work a job in high school because he wanted me to focus on my grades but my grades sucked and I didn't get to work a job so I was kind of like stuck but um yeah, you know, that's something small in the grand scheme of things, everything I've been through has made me who I am. So I don't, I don't regret any, any of it.
0: Uh, you know, I, I don't regret any of it either. Uh, and on the, uh, on the contrary to what you're speaking about is, uh, I went to work in high school. I was working 30 hours a week. Um, And I always wanted to have a higher education on some level, whether it be an associate's degree or something. I I at least wanted to try. No, even knowing I wasn't a great student. um, I I never got that opportunity. So what am I going to do for my child, whether he's a great student or not? Um, You know, try. Try to be, try to have higher higher education. Um, If you like music, try to learn an instrument go through you know and um as a parent i you know i i, I want to put myself in a position that i can allow him to try those things and if you think it comes down to financial we've talked about this before it doesn't try to learn an instrument a a music store a school yeah. will let you try out the cello the violin a trumpet they will let you try these things out um And and that's a very isolated example, but look, man, if you, if you think you're, you want to be an astronaut, I know that's very high up there. Okay. Go try that. If you think that you would be, you know, a great philosopher and you want to get a philosophy degree, I'm going to tell you that you may have long, deep thoughts about being unemployed, (laughs) but I still want you to try to do that thing. um so that's the other scheme of it right like my parents like you know uh so but but changing No, I'm with you and I think a lot of people will find that in retrospect that I wouldn't change anything it's who I am as long as they're comfortable in their own skin yeah and if you're not comfortable in your own skin um now it's your turn to yeah it's on you you change it
1: yeah and that's what I honestly think that I don't want to say like, oh, you anybody could do anything, but I, there's a way. If you want something, you will find a way, is how I like to position it.
0: Yeah. I, I couldn't be an astronaut. I'm not gonna be a brain surgeon. Like I'm I'm not gonna be a professional baseball player, uh stand up comedian, an actor, all the, these these things, like whatever. Would I be a, a, a badass janitor? Yeah. You you better believe it. <laughs> yeah. Um but 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 maybe that's not it. Maybe I'm the manager or owner of a janitorial company, mm-hmm. like, uh, yeah, like uh, so.
1: Yeah, I mean, if it doesn't, if it's not an astronaut, doesn't mean you're not gonna be successful in the air, in the area of aerodynamics or aerospace engineering or whatever.
0: You might be able to give Elon Musk a call, and he might have a job for you. Yeah, like, and he said. You don't have to go to college to work at his company. So there you go. <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, you know, um, try. try,
1: try. That's uh, yeah, just try and ask for help. Uh, ask
0: for help. Always ask for help.
1: Just ask. No one's going to think you're dumb. They're going to actually appreciate the fact that you ask them, ask questions. Um. Just. Yeah, live live the life, where and learn from your past, so that when you have your own children, you're aware at least of where things are coming from. When you look back, and it's like, why am I like this? It's like, oh, because. And oh, please, yeah.
0: And don't compare your life to what you see on TikTok and Facebook oh and social God. media and this and that. Like that's not a comparison. No, it's just not.
1: Um I highly recommend a a 2 week detox. It changed my life. It There you go. It changed like a 2 week like I used to be on every day like 4 hours a day thinking that I needed to do it for promotions, but then when I started writing articles, I got nervous and in the podcast, I was nervous to read any kind of negative feedback, so I just didn't go on social media. Problem solved, you know, in a way. And I'll check in when I need to but um it's just so peaceful and i don't know so uh that's a good one don't don't think everything is what social media is saying it is because it's not
0: and look of course these are based on our own personal experiences and you know we're, we're we're not clinically proven um uh Look, I'm not. I'm not totally content with who I am as a human. Uh, uh, uh but we're all works of
1: progress. I, I, is...
0: Progress, not perfection.
1: There you go. Never. Yeah,
0: whatever, whatever silly cliche or idiom that you want to include, and it's like, look, you know, we had parents that, at times, they sucked. At times, they were great. Um, except the fact that you you may be a crappy parent sometimes yeah um when you know. when
1: you're sitting when you're sitting up at night losing sleep over something you said <laughs> when you freaked out i made them cry that's what i'm like not my best moment today <laughs>
0: I, I, you know, and, and, and I've had conversations with my four-year-old the next day. And when he's like, good morning, daddy. And he comes in and gives me a hug and I look at him and he may not get it, but I look at him and I was like, you know, Hey bud, um, we're going to do better today. Right. Like we're going to, today's going to be a better day. Yeah. And it, yeah, you know, it's good. it is for him, yeah. but it's also for me.
1: I, I always um, I make it a point to address the situation immediately. Like when I know I fucked up I'll I'll make it a point to pull her aside and apologize because I never got that when I was growing up, and that's not necessarily what's coming from because I think therapy showed me that by doing so acknowledges the fact that what I did was wrong, first of all, and second of all, that it validates her feelings for why she might be feeling bad is because I did something, quote unquote, bad, like make yeah. her feel a all right.
0: Way. In a double closing,
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, was there ever a time? with your folks where not years down the road, but the next day, or maybe a couple days later when your parents are talking to you and they were like, Hey, I messed up. Never. Like I I, I screwed up. Never for me either. Never for me either. Uh, So if you're listening to this today, do that for your kid. Yeah. Because failure is an opportunity to be better tomorrow.
1: You know what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go back through all of our episodes and just make a compilation mm. of your idioms.
0: You know what? I'll take it. Yeah, I'll I give will it take to a. You. I will take a TikTok of idioms because if some people can go on TikTok and they can do some ridiculous BS, that's uh, what I would call BS. Um, to Your words. Uh, and, and then what, what's that? Uh,
1: to the your idioms, you're saying?
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, like they they. they hit themselves in the face with a pie. I I don't know. They do some bullshit. They they fart into a speaker. Yeah. Whatever the fuck that they do. Yeah. And they can get 10,000 views or whatever. Like, okay, that's cool. It's funny. It's hilarious. It has its place for those who enjoy it. But um, I think there's a place for my, my bullshit as well.
1: Yeah. I think I'm on that side of TikTok right now. Where I'm like, I'm getting across all those, uh, like, uh, motivational, like, this is what you can do. Don't feel bad about it. This is, you know, probably end up on my for you page. So. you know. So my
0: wife started watching uh modern family. She's never watched it before. And so she's, I think into the third or fourth season and she was talking to me today and she's like, you know, there's a lot of really good lessons in the show that's ridiculous. And I stole one today in our conversation because it was, um, you know, uh, you know in life like if you're a dreamer you 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 want to find another dreamer and 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 you think to yourself like two dreamers should link up and it's like well ultimately a lot of times that doesn't happen right but it's important that the dreamers are dreamers and it's important that the people that are grounded are grounded because uh a dreamer needs the grounded person. To uh you know keep them grounded. And the grounded people, if it weren't for the dreamers, they'd never get their feet up off the ground. Yeah. There needs to be balance. It's always balance. Everything in moderation except heroin. (laughs)
1: That's that's your new sign off. Um what another wonderful. Oh, is that
0: my new sign-off? I would love that as a sign-off, and I totally have to steal it for my cousin Chris.
1: Everything, you know. There you go. We got everything
0: in moderation.
1: We got to come up with an Except episode. Helen. Yeah, we'll come up with an episode of just what our catchphrases should be. And we can vote. We can throw it out oh, there for it. a vote.
0: I love it. Uh, so, you you get Bella Mars. I still don't have a
1: a co- uh, alias. I
0: don't. I don't have an alias. I don't. I don't.
1: It could be I suppose It
0: could just be JP.
1: Eh, that's your name in real life because you're. It is. It's got to be different so that people, Peacom- I mean, it doesn't have to be. If you want to be famous by your own name, of course. I don't.
0: Famous? I- oh, my God. My, my, <laughs> my ego is not that big. No, I'm draw- I drew Known? the line
1: early. I was like, well, at least I have two more days of uh, before people connect that I'm this person and this person. <laughs> so
0: uh yeah i don't know i i i envisioned it as something as a, a jp this um uh and so i don't i don't know what that is yet well, we'll do- if it becomes something later yeah great that's
1: true maybe it'll jp come I-
0: jp jp cliche jp idiom for all <laughs> i fucking know
1: yeah it'll be it'll be like a section in the a segment in the podcast so anyway thanks everybody and i'll see you later Peace. I always say, see you later. <laughs>
0: well, Talk gonna... to you later.
1: Talk to you later. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, check out crossthestreamsmedia.com to hear more episodes of this podcast and the other shows on the Cross the Streams Network. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you download your favorite shows. Visit crossthestreamsmedia.com for more information. See you next time.